0: Hello everyone, I'm Angela and you are listening to a Hollywood tragedy. Kurt Cobain was born at Grays Harbor Hospital in Aberdeen, Washington on February 20th, 1967. The son of Wendy, a waitress, and David, an, auto mecha- an automotive mechanic. His parents married on July 31st, 1967 in Idaho He had Dutch, English, French, German, Irish and Scottish ancestry His Irish ancestors immigrated from Carrickmore County Tyrone Ireland in 1875 Researchers found that they were a sh- they were shoemakers originally surnamed Cobain, spelled C-O-B-A-N-E, who came from Ishnative, a townland within Carrickmore. They first settled in Canada, where they lived in Cornwall, Ontario, before moving to Washington. Cobain mistakenly believed that his Irish ancestors came from County Cork, his sister, Kimberly, was born in 1970. <clears throat> Cobain's family had a musical background. His maternal uncle, Chuck Freidenberg played in a band called the Beachcombers. His aunt, Mari Earl, played guitar and, and performed in bands throughout Grays Harbor County and his great-uncle Delbert had a career as an Irish tenor, making an appearance in the 1930 film King of Jazz. Kurt was described as a happy and excitable child, who also exhibited sensitivity and care. His talent as an artist was evident from an early age, as he would draw his favorite characters from films and cartoons, such as The Creature from the Black Lagoon and Donald Duck, in his bedroom. He was encouraged by his grandmother, Iris Cobain, a professional artist. Cobain developed an interest in music at a young age. According to his Aunt Mari, he began singing at the age of two. At age four, he started playing the piano and singing, writing a song about a trip to a park. He listened to artists including Electric Light Orchestra and from a young age would sing songs including Arlo Guthrie's Motorcycle Song, The Beatles' Hey Jude, Terry Jacks, Seasons in the Sun, and the theme song to the monkey television show. When Cobain was nine years old, his parents divorced. He later said the divorce had a profound effect on his life. And his mother noted that his personality changed drastically. Cobain became defiant and withdrawn. In a 1993 interview, he said he felt ashamed of his parents as a child and had desperately wanted to have a typical family. I wanted that security, so I resented my parents for quite a few years because of that. Cobain's parents found new partners after the divorce, although his father had promised not to remarry. He married Jenny Westby to Kurt's dismay. Cobain, his father, Westby, and her two children, Mindy and James, moved into a new household. Cobain liked Westby at first, as she gave him the maternal attention he desired. In January 1979, Westby gave birth to a boy, Chad Cobain. This new family, which Cobain insisted was not his real one, was in stark contrast to the attention Cobain was used to receiving as an only boy, and he became resentful of his stepmother. Cobain's mother dated a man who was abusive. Cobain witnessed the domestic violence inflicted upon her with one incident resulting in her being hospitalized with a broken arm. Wendy refused to press charges, remaining committed to the relationship. (coughs) Cobain behaved insolently toward adults during this period and began bullying another boy at school. His father and Westby took him to a therapist who concluded that he would benefit from a single-family environment. Both sides of the family unsuccessfully attempted to reunite his parents. On June 28, 1979, Cobain's mother granted full custody to his father. Cobain's teenage rebellion quickly became overwhelming for his father, who placed him in the care of family and friends. While living with the born-again Christian family of his friend Jesse Reed, Cobain became a devout Christian and regularly attended church services. He later renounced Christianity, engaging in what was described as anti-God rants. The song Lithium is about his experience while living with the Reed family. Religion remained an important part of his personal life and beliefs. Although uninterested in sports, Cobain was enrolled in the junior high school wrestling team at the insistence of his father. He was a skilled wrestler, but despised the experience. Because of the ridicule he endured from his teammates and coach, he allowed himself to be pinned in an attempt to sadden his father. Later, his father enlisted him in a little league baseball team where Cobain would unintentionally strike out to avoid playing. Cobain befriended a gay student at school and was bullied by peers who concluded that he was gay. In an interview, he said that he liked being associated with a gay identity because he did not like people. And when they thought he was gay, they left him alone. He said, I started being really proud of the fact that I was gay, even though I wasn't. His friend tried to kiss him, and Cobain backed away, explaining to his friend that he was not gay, but remained friends with him. According to Cobain, he used to spray paint "gay God is Gay on pickup trucks in the Aberdeen area. Police records show that Cobain was arrested for spray painting the phrase, ain't got no how whatchamacallit, call it on vehicles. <clears throat> Cobain often drew during classes. He would draw objects including those associated with the human anatomy. When given a carry catcher assignment for an art course, Cobain drew Michael Jackson but was told by the teacher that the image was inappropriate for a school hallway. He then drew an image of then-president Ronald Reagan that was seen as unflattering. Through art and electronics classes, Cobain met Roger Buzz Osborne, a singer and guitarist of the Melvins, who became his friend and introduced him to punk rock and hardcore music. As attested to by several of Cobain's classmates and family members, the first concert he attended was Sammy Hagar and Quarter Flash, held at the Seattle Center Coliseum in 1983. Cobain, however, claimed that the first live show he attended was the Melvins when they played a free concert outside the Thriftway Market where Osborne worked, at the Thriftway Supermarket where Osborne worked. Cobain wrote in his journals of this experience, as well as in interviews, singling out the impact had on him. As a teenager living in Montesano, Washington, Cobain eventually found escape through the thriving Pacific Northwest punk scene, going to punk rock shows in Seattle. During his second year in high school, Cobain began living with his mother in Aberdeen. Two weeks prior to the graduation, he dropped out of Aberdeen High School upon realizing that he did not have enough credits to graduate. His mother gave him an ultimatum, find employment or leave. After one week, Cobain found his clothes and other belongings packed away in boxes. Feeling banished, Cobain stayed with friends occasionally sneaking back into his mother's basement. Cobain also claimed that during periods of homelessness, he lived under a bridge over the Wishka River, an experience that inspired the song Something in the Way. His future bandmate, Krist Novoselic, later said, He hung out there, but you couldn't live on those muddy banks. With the tides coming up and down, that was his own revisionism. In late 1986, Cobain moved into an apartment. Paying his rent by working at the Polynesian Resort. During this period, he traveled frequently to Olympia, Washington to go to rock concerts. During his visits to Olympia, Cobain formed a relationship with Tracy Miranda. Their relationship was close but strained by financial problems and Cobain's absence when touring. Miranda supported the couple by working at a cafeteria, often stealing food. Cobain spent most of his time sleeping into the late afternoon, watching television and concentrating on art projects. Miranda's insistence that he get a job caused arguments and influenced Cobain to write the song about a girl, which appeared on the Nirvana album, Bleach. Miranda is credited with having taken the photo for the album cover as well as the front and back cover photos of their single, Blue. She did not become aware that that Cobain had wrote the song about a girl for her until years after his death. Soon after his separation from Miranda, Cobain began dating Toby Vell, an influential punk Zenister. After meeting Vell, Cobain vomited, overwhelmed with anxiety caused by his infatuation with her. This event inspired the lyric, Love you so much it makes me sick in the song Aneurysm. While Cobain regarded Vell as his female counterpart, his relationship with her waned. He desired the maternal comfort of a traditional relationship, which revel- which re- Vell regarded as sexist, within a counter-cultural punk rock community. Vell's lovers were described by her friend Alice Wheeler as fashion accessories. Cobain wrote many of his songs about Vell. There are differing accounts of exactly when and how Kurt Cobain first met Courtney Love. Cobain was already aware of Love through her role in the 1987 film Straight to Hell. On February 24, 1992, a few days after the conclusion of Nirvana's Pacific Rim tour, Cobain and Love were married on Waikiki Beach in Hawaii. Love wore a satin and lace dress owned by Francis Farmer, and Cobain donned a Guatemalan purse and wore green pajamas because he had been too lazy to put on a tux. The couple's daughter, Frances Bean Cobain, was born August 18, 1992. A sonogram was included in the artwork for Nirvana's single, Lithium. In a 1992 Vanity Fair article, Love admitted to a drug binge with Cobain in the early weeks of her pregnancy. At the time, she claimed that Vanity Fair had misquoted her. Love later admitted to using heroin before knowing she was pregnant. The couple were asked by the press if Francis was addicted to drugs at birth. The Los Angeles County Department of Children's Services visited the Cobains days after Love gave birth and took them to court, stating that their drug usage made them unfit parents. In October 1992, when asked, Well, Are You Gay? by Monk magazine, Cobain replied, If I wasn't attracted to Courtney, I'd be bisexual. In another interview, he described identifying with the gay community and the advocate, stating, I'm definitely gay in spirit, and I probably could be bisexual. And if I wouldn't have found Courtney, I probably would have carried on with a bisexual lifestyle, but also that he was more sexually attracted to women. He described himself as being feminine in childhood and often wore dresses and other stereotypically feminine clothing. Some of his song lyrics as well as phrases he would use to vandalize vehicles and a bank included God is gay, Jesus is gay, homosexual sex rules, and everyone is gay. One of his personal journals stated, I am not gay, although I wish I were, just to piss off homophobes. Throughout most of his life, Cobain suffered from chronic bronchitis and intense physical pain due to an undiagnosed chronic stomach condition. He used drugs heavily. His first drug experience was with cannabis in 1980 at 13. He regularly used the drug during adulthood. Cobain also had a period of consuming notable amounts of LSD, as observed by Miranda, and was prone to alcoholism and solvent abuse. Nova, Nova Selik said he was really into getting fucked up. Drugs, acid, any kind of drug. Cobain first took heroin in 1986, administered to him by a dealer in Tacoma, Washington. <clears throat> Cobain's heroin use began to affect Nirvana's Nevermind tour. During a 1992 photo shoot with Michael Levine, He fell asleep several times, having used heroin beforehand. The morning after the band's performance on Saturday Night Live in 1992, Cobain experienced his first near-death overdose after injecting heroin. Love resuscitated him. Following a tour stop at Terminal Eins in Munich, Munich, Germany on March 1st, 1994, Cobain was diagnosed with bronchitis and severe laryngitis. He flew to Rome the next day for medical treatment and was joined there by his wife, Courtney Love. The next morning, Love awoke to find that Cobain had overdosed on a combination of champagne and rohypnol. Cobain was rushed to the hospital and was unconscious for the rest of the day. After five days, Cobain was released and returned to Seattle. Love later said the incident was Cobain's first suicide attempt. On March 18, 1994, Love phoned the Seattle police informing them that Cobain was suicidal and had locked himself in a room with a gun. Police arrived and confiscated several guns and a bottle of pills from Cobain, who insisted that he was not suicidal and had locked himself in the room to hide from Love. Love arranged an intervention regarding Cobain's drug use on March 25, 1994. The ten people involved included musician friends, record company executives, and one of Cobain's closest friends, Dylan Carlson. Cobain reacted with anger, insulting and heaping scorn on the participants. However, by the end of the day, Cobain agreed to undergo a detox program, and he entered a residential facility in Los Angeles a few days later. The following night, Cobain left the facility and flew to Seattle. On the flight, He sat near Duff McKagan of Guns N' Roses. Despite Cobain's animosity towards Guns N' Roses, Cobain seemed happy to see McKagan. McKagan later said that he knew from all of my instincts that something was wrong. Most of Cobain's friends and family were unaware of his whereabouts. On April 7th, amid rumors of Nirvana breakup, the band pulled out of the 1994 Lollapalooza Festival. On April 8, Cobain's body was discovered at his Lake Washington Boulevard home by an electrician who had arrived to install a security system. A suicide note was found addressed to Cobain's childhood imaginary friend, Bada, that stated that Cobain had not felt the excitement of listening to, as well as creating music, along with really writing for too many years now. Cobain's body had been there for days, the coroner's report. The coroner's report estimated he died on April 5, 1994, at the age of 27. A public vigil was held on April 10, 1994, at a park at Seattle Center, drawing approximately 7,000 mourners. Pre-recorded messages by Nova Selleck and Love were played at the memorial. A final ceremony was arranged by Cobain's mother on May 31, 1999 and was attended by Love and Tracy Miranda. As a Buddhist monk chanted, daughter Frances Bean scattered Cobain's ashes into McLean Creek in Olympia, the city where he had found his true artistic muse. Thank you for listening to A Hollywood Legend. Please join me next week for Lisa Marie Presley, A Life Interrupted. And please remember to like and subscribe.